Standardized testing. When should I begin preparing? This is such an important question, but I have frequently heard cookie cutter advice being given as a response to the detriment of the individual who posed the question. First, I believe a quick definition of standardized testing is in order, as though students in the United States are introduced to this concept during their early education. Other countries, such as Canada, have a variation of these tests, but only use it as a diagnostic tool for students' achievement as a cohort, not at an individual level. That being said, standardized tests are assessments which are used to determine a candidate's understanding of certain concepts seen as being the standard at a given point in their educational journey. The scores generated by these tests might be a raw score, similar to the ACT or SAT, or a process score, as in the case of professional school exams, such as LSAT and MCAT. In both cases, these scores are used to determine how well a candidate ranks in their knowledge base in comparison to their peers. And yes, I'm aware that there are many documented inherent and statistical significant issues associated with standardized testing. Though, for the purpose of this discourse, I will continue speaking to this. What does standardized testing mean for students getting ready to attend college or applying to professional school? Well, it means that you need to be ready to write your exams well in advance of the deadline or latest possible writing date in order to be able to plan out your next course of action in your professional journey. Why? Because if you fall into the category of having to retake your exam, then you want to have enough time to prepare adequately. So your second score is significantly better than your first. Conversely, if you choose that you don't want to retake your exam because you did better than expected, or you believe a retake could possibly harm your score, then the additional time afforded to you because you took your exam early will permit you with more time to reevaluate the schools you still wish to apply to and ensure you have the materials needed in order to be a successful candidate. Because this is a big topic, I plan to break this down into a two-week podcast within our mini podcast series. So for this week, we will begin with college-level admissions tests. It is interesting to note that since the SAT has implemented the choice score, not all colleges and universities are opting into this situation. The situation being that they would take your highest SAT score when conducting your application review. Now, when we take this into consideration, it is important that you are thoroughly prepared to write your exam before sitting for it in order to increase your chances of gaining acceptance into the institution of your dreams so you can achieve the, your career goals. So when should someone write their high school leaving standardized exam, whether it's the SAT or the ACT? This should be when you believe you will be able to, one, attain a top score, and two, have at least six months of study time so that you could rewrite your exam if need be, and also within that six month period, receive your new score in advance of having to submit your college or university application. Why? Because first and foremost, you don't want to write the exam too early and have a poor score on your record. I've spoken to and learned about too many gunners, I'll call them, who have determined that they needed to write their SATs or ACT in the 10th or even 9th grade 
Knowing fully well they had not covered all of the exam material in their formal education or even exam prep, but believing it would be best for them to get the exam done early so they would have a more competitive score or outlook than their peers. This mindset, though determined, is limiting because you're not seeing yourself as the person that you could be by not setting yourself up for success. And admissions committees will know this too. If you haven't covered the exam material, then why are you attempting to write the exam? And saying, well, it's mostly multiple choice, as the exam was at this time of the recording, it is not a good reason for me to actually back up this logic and support individuals who try to take this tactic. Instead, we need to be intentional about what we are doing with our time and when we choose to write the exam, as it will completely impact your education. And if you want to have a career of your dreams, telling me that you wrote the exam at a time to be more competitive, when in reality you are less competitive due to your limited knowledge base, is not something I believe many, as well as myself, could stand behind. Now, if you, like some students, myself included, fast-tracked your high school studies, meaning you took grade 11 courses in grade 10 that are covered on the SATs or ACT, and continue that course-taking strategy into grade 11, then feel free to take the exam early. You should have already covered the material you needed to be successful, as it fairly well at this time aligns with the grade 11 curriculum, and that before. In either case, make sure you have adequately completed self-study and test preparation, as having the knowledge is not the same as applying it correctly on a test. It is important to build in at least six months of time between when you will get your standardized test scores and when you plan on starting your college applications. This amount of time will provide you with a greater ability to check and adjust should you need to during your application cycle without having to take a gap year or stress. Why? Because you need time to study. Statistically, standardized exams provide students with a bandwidth of their ability in a certain subject and overall. With respect to college admissions exams, at the time of this recording, one wrong question does not directly relate to one point drop in your score. So it is important that one realizes they will have to increase their knowledge base in each given subject area substantially in order to attain a much higher score, unless they were borderline, in which a smaller increase and usually test-taking strategy review might prove to be a better use of their time. So you need to first give yourself time to review your score study habits, and any gaps in your knowledge from the first time you wrote your exam before beginning to study again. The key to this game is remaining effective and efficient, not rushing and burning yourself out. Once you narrow down exactly where you need to focus your efforts to improve, it is important that you are in a positive mind frame and begin planning out a strategy for your next course of action. If you need help, Seriously, send me an email as I would love to work with you on your journey. Now, getting in the correct mindset from a standardized test rewrite is one of the most important steps and as such can sometimes take candidates more time than expected. So to be safe, set aside two to three weeks to get the ball rolling on this, 
while, of course, you are planning out what topics you need to review and for how long. Mindset is a never-ending process, which is why I have so many resources on the topic to provide support in that venue, so reach out if you'd like them. Finally, start studying, doing practice problems and tests, and set aside at least three to four months for this. It is important that you do not even think about sitting to rewrite your exam until you start seeing your score within the confidence band of your target and your goal. You have to make sure this rewrite counts in your favor. Now finally, slay your exam and await your results. The main point is that you can get the score you want. You just need to be very intentional about how you spend your time working towards attaining it. And if you need help or you'd like additional support, please do reach out to the email address provided in this podcast because I love to help see students get to where they want to in life and also have a very direct and very personalized path so that they can see success, not just academically, but also in personal growth and other aspects of their life. With that being said, 